Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Your Relationship With podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Snow. I'm the founder of the Powerful Women Rising community for female entrepreneurs, and I host a monthly virtual speed networking event that you can still get in on. So click that link in the show notes and join us on April 5th. Today, I am interviewing Cami Lehman. She is so much fun, and I feel like I don't meet anyone who doesn't know who she is. Um, so that is a true testament to her ability to create connections and create relationships in her business. And today we're talking about authenticity, which I think is the perfect topic for Cami because you can't create the kind of connections and the kind of authentic relationships that she has cultivated without being authentic yourself. So one of the things that I love is that she has such a message of owning your uniqueness and realizing that it's not a problem. It's not something that needs to be fixed. It's actually your superpower and it's exactly what's going to draw people to you. So this is such a good episode and I'm so excited to share it as part of the launch week because I think it's such an important topic. So I know you are going to love my interview with Cami Lehman on your relationship with authenticity. Hello, Cammie. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Melissa. Thank you so much for having me here with you today. Yes, I am so excited to be chatting with you. This is so, I've been looking forward to it all week. Well, it's only Tuesday, but... I have too. And I've had such a time of reflection. It's been so good. I'm just so grateful. Yeah, this is a great topic. I'm so excited. And you're the perfect person to talk to about that. So let's just dig right in. First, tell everybody just a little bit about you. Our topic today is your relationship with authenticity. So let's start by just telling everybody a little bit about you and what you do and your own personal relationship with authenticity. Ah, yeah. So I have one. (laughs) Everyone has one, right? So I was a teenage mom. I had uh, my daughter at 16 and uh, was a single mom for a few years and uh, went into corporate America. Then I had, um, I got married and then I had another child and then I decided to go home and do direct sales. I did that for 29 years and then I got into podcasting and that's what I do today. So I have a top rated podcast called She's Invincible. And last year I started a school called the She's Invincible Podcast School and I help entrepreneurs launch top podcasts, and then I teach them how to monetize them for their business or whatever else they're doing with it. So that's Love what it. I do. Yeah. So that's awesome. Authenticity to me is just, you know, and that was a hard thing, right? Like being 16 and having a baby, but that's not something you can hide. So I learned about <laughs> authenticity really early. Whether you wanted to or not. <laughs> that's right. It's the truth. Like I had to own that story because there was no way out. Well, I mean, there were, but no ways that I was going to choose. So I, so I had to own that story, but I ended up like the short version is I ended up having to switch high schools. So then I was like the new kid in school who was pregnant. Like, you know, I had all of that stuff that I, that I had and that I've grown up with. 
And so, yeah, I learned it early. Yeah. <laughs> hard, hard lesson. Yeah. I love that though, because like you and I were talking about before we started recording, we all have these things from our lives, whether it happened last week or it happened last year, or it happened when you were a teenager, right? We all have these things in our lives that we start telling ourselves these stories about, about why, like if anybody finds out, they'll never want to do business with me. Or if people knew that they wouldn't want to be my friend. And we'll dig into this a little bit later when we talk about the barriers to authenticity, but what you and I were talking about is how important it is to be able to kind of marry those two, right? Like to recognize you're only able to be this person today because you were that person then. That's right. A hundred percent. That is exactly right. Yeah. So tell everybody what your definition of authenticity is, because I think people get confused on this word. <laughs> well, to me, it's a superpower. Uh, that's to me, authenticity is the superpower. It is, you know, showing up as your true self, whether that's good or bad, right? So, I mean, we all have seasons in life. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's bad. But um, to me, it's it's the superpower that creates and really helps with that no like, and trust factor, right? So it creates credibility. It creates dependability. It's owning your truth, right? whether again, good or bad. And I know you and I both have stories that like darkest night of the soul stories, but we own them. And that is what makes us who we are today and helps us to be the best that we can be in the moment and whatever we're called to do. So I love that it's the truth because what the opposite of that is a big lie. And well, I know we're going to get into that too, but it is uh, the absolute truth it is the genuine, you know, we forget that we are unique and that that's okay. That's a gift. Yes. And so we try to hide our uniqueness because of the way we see it. And the authenticity says, no, this is who I am and it is okay. And, you know, I think it's because of judgment, right? So like, I feel like we're afraid people are going to judge us. And like you said, maybe they don't want to be friends with us or do business with us. Um, but you know, I, I liken this to like a child, you know, if a child lies, they get in trouble for the lie, not for what they actually did. Right. Right. Like, that's the thing. Like, that's how important authenticity is. It creates a history of truth and lies. And, you know, the thing about it is once you lose that credibility and that authenticity, you never get it back. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like the boy who cried wolf. It's that important because people then hear you speak and they wonder which version of you is actually speaking the authentic version or the inauthentic version. So yeah. I think, yeah, it is, it is like the scale that weighs the truth. Yeah. Oh, you're speaking my language. Speaking, <laughs> speaking my, I think authenticity is my love language. Oh, I love that. I and love it's that. so true too, because I spent like, I remember spending so much time, even back in my childhood, believing that there were things about me that made me me, that other people didn't have those qualities and that something was wrong with me because I was like that. And it really wasn't until like my mid twenties, maybe even early thirties that I realized like, all of those things that you thought were wrong with you are actually the things that make you amazing. And that's such a shift in life and relationship and business. 
it's your uniqueness, right? Like it is. And yet we look around and then we see people that don't have that, right? And we don't know. Uh, but it makes us feel like we're different or that mm-hmm. we're not, well, we can go in even further, but uh, you know, it is that no like and trust factor. And you, you once you lose it, you don't really get it back. Yeah. And I think it's yeah. tricky in business too, especially when you're newer, because you're inclined to look around and see what other people are doing, how other people are doing it, how she's saying it, what's her, you know, what's the tone of her social media post? What's her headline and copy them because those work and you want to do what works. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You are speaking to the choir. (laughs) That is so true because you know, you can only do what you're called to do the way you can do it. No one else can do it like you. So why we're out there trying to copy other people, it's never going to work. And people see right through that because it's not authentic. And people have a BS meter and it goes off, right? It goes off when you're not being authentic. Mm-hmm. And some some people are more in tune to that than others. But it is, um, it, it, oh, I, I mean, we could go on all day about this, right? Yeah, it's a big yeah. topic. It is huge. Yeah. And we can go in so many directions. It's just, yeah. it affects everything, but it starts in the core, right? It is absolutely the core and then it spreads out. And so I think we need to get that part right. Yeah. We've touched a little bit on this, but why do you think authenticity is hard for people, especially for women? Yeah. So back to what we were just talking about, it's um, the not enough syndrome, the imposter syndrome, the, you know, women are constantly comparing themselves. That's, that's why I launched my podcast because women are constantly comparing themselves. And when they do that, they come up short. You see, if I were to compare myself to you, I would compare your strengths to my weaknesses. How do I ever win? Right. right? Like I'm admiring your strengths. And so I think that we really need to focus on making our strengths stronger and not worrying about about our weaknesses. I think, mm-hmm. you know, we are so powerful and then we we have one weakness and that's all we focus on. And then all of a sudden, all of this stuff comes up like imposter syndrome, the not enough, she's better, smarter, thinner, richer. Oh, stop, right? The better husband, the more supportive. You know, we tell ourselves these stories and the problem is, this is where I think it lies, is we tell ourselves these stories about this you know, authenticity or inauthenticity, and we start to believe it. And then Mm -hmm. it changes who we are and how we show up because we're telling the story so much that then we actually take it on as our truth. Yes, And that is a big problem. And I think that's what happens with women. They care too much. They think less of too less of themselves and care too much about what other people think of them. What are they going to say? What are they going to think? Those are the things that are playing in women's minds, in business, in relationship, in life. And that's a problem. That's a big problem. Yeah. And I think one of the ways that we can work towards overcoming that is accepting. I know we've all seen the Facebook meme that's like, why are you so worried about everyone else liking you when you don't even like everyone else? (laughs) 
<laughs> Wait, there's even a better one. And it was at the pastor at my church had said, you know, you're comparing yourself to those women in the magazines. They don't even look like themselves, right? Seriously. Right. Like they're airbrushed and photoshopped all over the place. They don't even look like them. Why are you trying to look like that? Right. Yeah. And it's the truth. It is yeah. so true. And yet here we are looking at that. And i that was another thing I wanted to say too, is about this social media craziness of, you know, inauthenticity because people are living their life and they're living these normal lives, but they're only showing you the highlight reels again. Yes, through a filter. <laughs> through, yeah, through lots of filters and yeah, and yeah, and edits and all of that. Right. And so, and, and then here we are thinking that they're so much better when meanwhile, they're in a real mess as well. Right. And I just think that we need to stop. It needs to stop because what's happening now is that young, the kids are younger and younger that are getting on social media. And I mean, my granddaughter was on social media at like seven. She was on TikTok, right? So like, this is the message they're getting and they're getting it even worse because they're feeling it at such a younger age. Most of us don't start to feel that until we get into high school or at col- or early college years. And now it's starting in grade school and yeah. it's a problem. Yeah. yeah. And I think we need to really address this. For sure. For sure. And while we're on the social media topic, this is another thing we need to address. Listen up, everybody. <laughs> what is the difference between authenticity and oversharing? Oh, <laughs> oh, you know, and that thought came to my mind before we got on this today, uh, when I was thinking through some of the things that we had talked about earlier, I was thinking about the difference between authenticity and oversharing because that situation that I told you about could have been totally overshared, right? But instead it was just like, look, this happened. I own it. It's my story. Let's move on. Yeah. Uh, where you could have like really gone there. And so um, I think there's a very fine line and I have people overshare a lot with me. I just came from a conference last week in Florida. Again, you know, people will sit down with you and in five minutes, you know, everything and most of it's what you didn't want to know. And there's a big fine line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's some things we don't want to know. Mm-hmm. But the truth is we want to know the truth, right? So unless we're like best friends and we, you know, are like hanging out and vacationing together, you're probably oversharing with me, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, so, a, it's a boundary thing sometimes. I think so. But I, I think, think too, so. if you think about like, I kind of use as a gauge, what is my intention in sharing this, right? And I yeah. feel like I some a lot of times wish people would ask themselves this question when they're posting something on social media. And sometimes I want to ask them like, what, what was your intention in sharing this? Like, what's your end game here? And so I think if you're, honest with yourself and your intention is, I want sympathy. I want attention. I want, you know, something like that. Then maybe you're oversharing. If your intention is like, I have a message, there's a point to this. I want other people to learn from this experience, you know, something like that, that I think falls more in line of authenticity. Do you agree with that? Yes. I do. I do. And I think that, you know, yeah, you want to filter yourself with like, is it honest? Is it true? Is it uplifting? Is it going to help others? Right. And I think there's a way to tell a story that you can leave enough out that you're not oversharing and yet still call out that you can help others if they're facing the same thing. 
Yeah. I, and, you know, even if you need a copywriter, like I know there's a way to tell that story. I've had to do it myself, you know, yeah. podcasting. Yeah. So, I love yeah. that. Such a good point. Yeah. So what are some things that women who are listening to this podcast today could start doing to improve their relationship with authenticity? Well, first and foremost, stop comparing yourself. You are perfect exactly how you are, whether you believe it or not. Yes, it's like, stop, just stop. You're never going to win. You ju- Every time you do that, you're just abusing yourself over and over and over again. Mm. And men- and mentally, it is not good. Um, for, again, focus on your strengths, right? Don't worry about your weaknesses. Your strengths far outweigh your weaknesses. Just focus on that. You can hire people to handle the weaknesses. And I can give you an example of this. I had someone that I was working with. Uh, it's happened a few times, but this one example, you know, it's really a struggle and really, really hard. And at the end, like, I was like, oh, I never want to do that again. And then she tells me like that she's got this learning disability. And I'm like, that would have been good to know in the beginning. We yeah. avoided all of this, but because you weren't authentic, you were trying to hide it and overcompensate. You made it harder for both of us. Like right. I've worked with people with learning disabilities. If I knew it up front, I could have compensated for that. Right. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, oh, so then when it's all over and everybody's out of steam, now you're going to say that <laughs> like, no, tell us up front, own it. It's not, you know, it doesn't make you look bad. No one's going to judge you. Just own yeah. that, whatever it is. We In fact, the opposite, it. when you are able to own it and be upfront with it, it actually makes you look better, I think. I think too. And it makes life easier because people, it's not like they're treating you like handicapped. It's that they're able to do whatever it is you need in the way you need it. And you know, I just, oh, it's so hard <laughs> and it just makes it easier for everyone. And I think that we're holding ourselves back from the potential and the success that we could have and the goals we could achieve because we're not coming forth with yeah. what is really going on. So I think that that's really what it is. And again, it goes back to that, you know, every time you tell yourself these lies, you're believing them more and more and they become your story. Mm-hmm. And so we really need to decide we get to write our own story. And you and I talked about this, right? We have the pen in our hand. There's a blank page in front of us. We get to write whatever story we want. And I think that we need to pay more attention to that story that we want to tell and that we want to look back on. Yeah, absolutely. So own your stuff. Own your stuff. Don't overshare. Yes. <laughs> I just had I just had to get that in there one more time. <laughs> Focus on your strengths. Say it a little louder for the people in the back of the room, Melissa. <laughs> Focus on your strengths. Stop comparing yourself. Yep. Did I hit all the major points? I think so. I think so. You know, the thing about this um, authenticity, inauthenticity, when you're living this lie, it causes depression and boredom. Like it physically alters your state. Yeah. So, so w- what we're really doing is making ourselves ill. Because we're trying to um, hide or like, you know, hold down the the truth. And and that takes so much energy and that makes us ill. It lowers our immune system and it messes with our mind. And so like, you know, nobody wants to walk around bored and depressed, angry, feeling inadequate or like 
hiding, right? Because that really is what it is. We're hiding. Mm -hmm. Like, how long can you hide? Because then you have that fear that people are going to find out the truth. So then you live in fear. Right. Right. So like, there's so much to this that we really need to get a handle on it today and just be honest first with ourselves and then with the world. And trust me, if someone can't handle your truth, you do not need them in your circle, right? If you shine too bright, then that's okay. That is okay, right? Everyone is meant to be with us and take the journey with us. And so, but, but we need to start with us first and keep going. Amen, sister. Amen. Yes. And on the other side of that, all the grossness that it feels to be hiding, when you start showing up authentically, I've really experienced this, especially in the last year, when you start showing up authentically and you realize people aren't running from you, they're actually running towards you. Yes. (laughs) And people are saying like people, you're getting feedback that things you're saying are resonating with people. That's something that you said, you know, you just brought up something that I said on social media years ago that you still remember. And I was just having this conversation actually with a woman who was considering joining um, my powerful women rising community. And she was saying, I know there's other women in the community who do the same thing as me. So I don't know if it's going to be worth it for me to join. And what I told her was people aren't coming to you because they want insurance. (laughs) There's a lot of places to get insurance, right? People are coming to you because they want you. And that's something that these other insurance agents will never have. And that's all about authenticity, right? It goes back to only you can do what you're called to do with the people you're supposed to do it with. And the thing about authenticity is when you're living in a state of authenticity, it contributes to your well-being. It encourages happiness and high self-esteem. So when you put yourself in that position, then you're not comparing yourself. You're not coming up short. Your self-esteem is rising instead of sinking, which is the opposite. And so these are just some of the things. And then you're achieving your goals and you're manifesting like the people that are looking for you are drawn to you because you're in that state of being and not of hiding and blocking and all of those things. It changes everything. It is a game changer. Oh, you're singing to my heart, Cammie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to have you back on the podcast again. I feel like there's so much more to authenticity that we need to dig into. Oh, I would love to. It's one of my favorite things. Yes. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I will share all of your information in the show notes so that everybody can connect with you further. And I appreciate your time. Oh, thanks, Melissa. This has been so much fun. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening to the Your Relationship With podcast. If you liked what you heard, we would love for you to subscribe and leave us a review. If you want more information about the Powerful Women Rising community or about our monthly virtual speed networking event, check out the link in the comments. We'll see you next time.